Hey guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Alquez and this is Your Best Life Defined. You know, I spent a lot of time thinking about, you know, how to impact you, how to move you into accepting the fact that the life you're living isn't exactly the end of life. You don't just get the house, the car, the kids, all the stuff, and then, okay, I'm done now. I can sit around, hang out, work every day, and just wait to die, right? But that seems to be how a lot of us have been trained to live our lives. Think about why you've made the majority of choices you've made in your life, and it comes down to the fact that you learned it. Your parents taught you what life is supposed to look like. The media, your neighbors, your grandparents, everyone around you has constantly given this representation of what happiness and success is. But here's the bull crap story on that. I'm not looking around and I'm not seeing a bunch of people who are amazingly happy. In fact, it's hard to find people who are smiling. And I'm talking pre-COVID. I mean, you go in the grocery store, they're grumpy, angry, just want to get in, get out, have so much to do. In fact, have more to do than they can possibly get done. Think about how it feels to grind through your life. And granted, it doesn't feel like a grind. Maybe it's just the things you do. But how many things in there are actually inspiring you and get you excited about the the choices you've made? Oh, sure, you have the house and you have the fancy car and it has to be cleaned and you've got all this this long list of things that that you have to get done. But how does it feel? This is the blueprint for our life. And the reason that we live this life and the majority of people can't seem to step away from it. And more than that, the majority of people who live the life that I used to live and that you probably live now. Is that it's like everyone else. People look at a podcast like this from a guy who's sitting in an RV shooting, shooting video and recording audio. They think, oh, he's crazy. That's nuts. Who, who lives in a fifth wheel? Well, I can tell you. People who enjoy traveling. People who don't want to sit in one place until they die. Ooh, that hurts, don't it? That hurts. I've, I've been trying to beat myself up. When I first started in this podcast, I was beating myself up because I couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting more followers. Why can't anybody see it? Why can't people see this? And then I figured it out. The reason that most people can't see what I'm talking about when I say, wake up every day and ask yourself how you feel about the things you do. And then if they suck, if on a scale of one to 10, they're below five, spend the rest of your day trying to figure out how to not have to do that ever again. It's that simple. That's not any more complicated than I know I've got this fancy name, your best life defined, but when it really comes down to it, that's what it, that's what it is, right? The reason you've chosen your life the way you have is because everyone else is choosing the same, is making the same choice. But let me tell you something. Here's the deal. The number of people who make a choice doesn't have anything to do with the quality of the choice. I don't know how many thousands of heroin addicts there are, but there are thousands, okay? Or even more than that. There might even be millions. I don't know. That'll never make... The decision to use heroin a good decision it won't make it a perfect decision now if you're thinking well what the hell is it what's the point here just like you've been taught to accept the fact that debt is the that debt is just the nature of the beast that's how we get what we want that's how we manage to achieve success and find endless happiness 
and you believe that and you're okay with swimming in debt and paying bills and working hard for 30 or 40 years to try and get out of debt before you actually get to play and relax, maybe retire. This is the same lesson that your children are learning or have already learned, depending on how old they are. I mean, there is a definite attitude towards acquisition of stuff and not having to wait from this next generation. I'm talking to kids. They're like, I don't want to have to work. I just want that fancy stuff. And just like you, there's probably a good chance that your children will say, well, I can't really afford a car, so I guess I'll just go ahead and finance one. Making payments is just the way of life. It's just how it's done. No, it's not how it's done. It's how we do it. When you're, if you're reluctant and you sit and listen to my all my poppycock about how to live your best life and how to build your life around the things that you love to do. Okay, let's just skip that. Maybe you're not ready for it. Question is, are you ready to hand that same plan to your children? Because that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. They sit back and they watch, just like you watched your parents and everyone around you, and you got ideas about relationships and about how to live your life and what success and what happiness looks like, right? Your children are watching you. They watch you when you get up in the morning. They watch you struggle to pay bills. They watch your interactions. They watch your attitude on social media as you as you brag to your partner about how you told someone how it was because of your political beliefs. They're watching. So even if you don't want them to live the life that you're living, they're going to, unless you change what they see. Now, you can tell them, oh, no, son, you don't want to be in debt. But that's like telling someone, oh, don't eat chocolate while you're sitting there stuffing your face with chocolate cake. It's in the action. It's in the choices that we make where the strength, that, where, the, where the power of our words are, 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 are found. When I talk about living my best life, you know, for no other reason, even if you don't believe this story I'm sharing with you, the one thing is true, I'm doing it. I'm not sitting in the couch on the couch in my big ass house in some on some cul-de-sac somewhere trying to sell you on the idea that you have to step outside your box and do stuff that other people are going to say is crazy. Of course they're going to say it's crazy because if they said, "Oh, wow, that's awesome," then the next question they have to ask themselves is, "So why the hell aren't I doing it? Why aren't I doing it?" I guarantee your children are watching. And what's sad is they're not only watching you, but they have that. You have a phone, right? Your kids have a phone. They have access to the internet. They're being told every day that this story that you bought off on, this story that our parents bought off on and our grandparents bought off on about what life should look like, they're getting sold that same idea every day. So it's just not a matter of you saying, hey, kids, listen up. This is not the way you live your life. You're going to have to work double time to change their attitude. Believe me, I know. I mean, this is, what, podcast 216? And people are tiptoeing around this whole story like maybe I'm the crazy one? Before you come to that conclusion, just let me ask you this. What did you spend your last winter doing? I was hiking in Yuma, Arizona. I wasn't shoveling snow. I haven't mowed a lawn in five years. Don't have to fix the fence. Don't have to worry about the bill collectors knocking. I don't have to sit down and pay bills every month. Do I have obligations? Sure, I have a cell phone. I have insurance. 
but I don't owe anybody. I could actually change my life in a minute. So you see my point. And I'm not just I'm not making noise. I'm not asking you for money. I don't want your life. I've, I've got a perfect life here. Following my dad, when my dad died, it, it devastated me. It changed me. And what it changed about me was my perspective of life. It's like all of a sudden I started asking myself questions about why in the hell do I do what I do? Why do, why do we do what we do? And I went on this quest to understand happiness and that, well, why, why everybody pursues happiness. We do things that make us happy, but none of us are happy. And you, you might not be able to admit that. I mean, because part of it is when we are able to accept our circumstances, we can find a certain amount of contentment with that. And we call that happiness. But friggin' happiness is when you get to spend three months on the beach and every day you wake up excited because there's more stuff to do, right? It's your thing. It's your energy. It's kind of like going to rock concerts for that for that diehard rock concert fan person. Or it's like, it's like driving fast for someone who loves to, to race cars, right? It's that thing. Happiness and living your best life are two different things. And I guess what I'm saying is if you don't figure it out, if you don't take a step back and consider not only what you're doing and how you're spending your time, but the impact it's having on your kids and the kids around you, the people around you, they're watching you. They're watching you pay those bills and argue about the money you don't have. They're watching you not be willing to step outside your box and knock the wall down on your life and go after something that people around you are going to say, that's crazy. Why would you want to go back to school at 40? Well, maybe it's because I don't have enough money. Maybe it's because the job I have sucks. Or maybe it's because I need my kids to see what it takes to live your best life. What it, that there is another option. And that's really the ticket right there, right? When you, when you split it out. I'm glad. I look at my kids. I look at what they've done and how they've mimicked some of the things I've done. And they're way better parents than I am. They are. They are amazing parents because they don't spank their kids. And I spanked my kids as a, young, as, as a dad. You know, a young dad. That's how it was done, you know, back then. But the one thing I gave them was I gave them strong work ethic and I gave them a sense of responsibility for their choices. And my kids aren't just like me in a lot of ways. They're better than me because it took me a long time to figure out that no matter what I know, there's always something else to learn. And no matter how excited I am about something I'm doing right now, the excitement will fade. And at that point, I'm going to move on to something else. And I get that. I don't get all scared when my kids say, hey, listen, I'm making a life-changing decision because I know that their decisions are well thought out. They're not just randomly choosing something based on the idea that it will make us happy. And the idea that we allow ourselves to accept debt so that we can teach our children that that's okay. Well, we can do it. We've been doing it. And the idea is out there, believe me. But just keep in mind, if you want your children to grow up to live a better life than you lived, then you've got to step outside your box and be the example for that. Be the most powerful influence in their life when it comes to being able to stand up against the tide of, of, of sameness, against the idea that this is the perfect life. Because believe me, I lived the sticks and bricks, debt, working all day, everyday life. It's not all it's cracked up to be. 
It certainly can't compare with whale watching at Bar Harbor, Maine, or any of the other amazing things Sandy and I have had access to since we decided to walk away from it. So, I could go on. I mean, I think this is a touchy subject. When I start talking about what you need to do with your kids, I'm not telling you you're wrong in what you're doing because the majority of people who have made the same choices of you as you have made believe fully in their choice. This is, well, I'm doing fine. I'm happy. Sure, you're happy, but what have you learned? And more than that, when you lay your head down tonight on that pillow and you look back over your day, what have you done to make your life better? And what have you done to teach your children that this isn't the only way to do things? This is just one way. And no matter how you're doing it or how long you've done it, there will always be a better way. So keep that in mind. Just remember that we always work from a platform of kindness because it makes the world a better place. And as always, today's your day. Make it a good one. <laughs>